everyone. Welcome to the Future Construct podcast. I am your host, Amy Peck, and we have a fantastic guest today. We have Barry Wurzel, who's president of Wurzel Builders and Southern Cutting and Coring. Welcome, Barry. Thank you. Good to be here. So, Barry, I looked at your long history in construction, which most of it has been, you know, as the president of Wurzel Builders and, and then Southern Cutting as well. But how did you get into this business? Can you kind of walk us through your um, your introduction into the world of construction? I started building when I was young. I was uh, I was probably about ten years old. I started by building things in my garage. I would build a uh, built sailboat once and you know go kart, which a lot of guys did in my age probably at that time. Uh, about twelve years old, I built a two story, actually three story fort inside of my mom's house. So wow. that was quite a quite a, a project. Exciting. I just I guess I just had building in my in my uh, in my DNA. Uh, anyhow, so uh, I decided that I thought I was going to be an architect because I thought that being an architect was a way to build. And so I started lining up at architecture school and that, and um, learned pretty quickly that was not the path. Um, so I ended up uh, having to take a hiatus a little bit from college. I went to work for an owner, uh, Target and Mervin stores back in early 80s and I was a I started as a drafts person uh, you know to work my way up and then I became a project manager uh, with Mervyn's Target and I worked there until mid-95 and uh, decided it was time for me to make a change and finish up um, my college uh, education and get into the contractor side so uh, that's when I went to uh, Texas A&M got a degree in construction management there uh, went to work for a couple of years for a, a large general contractor as a project manager and then in 98, uh, decided to start Wurzel and uh, started with public work, which is probably pretty common in my world. Uh, and then quickly worked my way out of that doing uh, retail work, which is a lot of uh, the folks I used to work with would, uh, they started calling me, realizing that I was uh, uh, on the contractor side. And so I started work, started doing work for Target and uh, uh, Walmart pardon me, well, Walmart too, but uh, in Mervyn's back in uh, C98. And then uh, I completely worked my way out of public work and continued on with uh, the retail, uh, work in the retail space. And then from there, just continued to expand and and to lead me to where we're at today. Wow. Wow. That's a great story. And But so it really didn't take you long to recognize, all right, I'm, I'm going to do this on my own. Like I'm ready to, to, mm-hmm. to build this company. Yeah, That's brave. Well, it is, um, but I thought I, I and my wife told me, my wife's been a great supporter uh, for me. <clears throat> I've always uh, I've been, I guess, somewhat a risk taker. But uh, I said to myself, I was looking for a job when I found the one I had. So if this didn't work out, I'll go find another job. So fortunately, I haven't worked my way out of a job yet. <laughs> there you go. So, you know, in this, in that time in your long career, what are some of the, whether it's technologies or just processes, what are some of the ways in which the industry has changed and, and hopefully sort of optimized the, the building process? Oh, uh, automation has become real common. Uh, obviously, um, shoot, when uh, even fax machines, I'm, I'm that old now. I remember when fax machines became popular back, back in the day and you had the, what that, that, uh, magnetic paper, whatever it's called, 
turn black. Oh, the, after the thermal paper. Yes. Yeah, that, would, that yeah. would turn black, in you know, two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, of course that's uh, early on, uh, computers were just coming around back then. Uh, so I guess, uh, it's automation, uh, computerized uh, scheduling, uh, you know, CPM type scheduling, <clears throat> very simple to update and manipulate, uh, uh, schedules now when i started we did it by hand with a pencil and a piece of paper it was very laborious um so i guess really the the the, the underlying theme there is uh, computers really com- com- uh, automation and uh simplicity and additional power with computers yeah yeah and then you know coming to to more recent times you know now that we've got you know mobile devices we've got our ipad you've got mm-hmm. you know our our producer you know bim designs and and you know the advent of of bim uh, there's a lot of technology out there you know to optimize but there's this sort of um you know if it ain't broke don't fix it component to this that mm-hmm. you know we've been doing the the you know building the same way for for decades and it works so how do you find that balance and that shift, uh, you know, in sort of more modern building, uh, you know, sort of constructs, I guess? Mm-hmm. Well, I think there's something that, especially probably the younger generation, not to talk generational, um, is that the basics of our business has not changed. You know, one of the old adages is measure twice, cut once. Uh I work with, I have worked with a number of folks over my career that uh, that don't follow some of those basics um, and expect technology to um, make up for things either that they don't do or um, think that the technology ought to take care of when it doesn't do that. So you still got to still got to do the basics. You got to use your brain, and um, there's a lot of planning in our business and you know, the software and those tools are not going to do it for you. It helps you see it. Like BIM, for example, you mentioned BIM, it helps you see things in three dimensions and um, it just helps you visualize and you know, maneuver your way around a, a potential project and helps you plan that uh, that effort. But So to summarize, it's, it's the basics. Uh, measure twice, cut once, plan, work the, plan the work, work the plan, and use the appropriate technology to help, uh, uh, help you with the repetitive type of functions excel is a fabulous tool that's a you know back back a long time ago we used to do bids uh, manually writing it down excel is trying to awesome. do the math so I, yeah i mean <laughs> the basics of putting a bid together have not changed but excel and tools like it it really it really simplified the process yeah yeah no and i like your point too that that a lot of the you know sort of the human factors haven't changed mm-hmm. you still have to to focus, you still have to, you know, take care in how you're doing things. I think, I think that's a, a, a very important point because again, you know, future construct, we're talking a lot about technology, but the human factor, it, you know, at the end of the day, that's who's responsible for, mm-hmm. for the end, the end product. So let's yes. talk about a few of your, your projects. You know, you mentioned that, that you were growing rapidly. Have you, have the types of projects changed? I mean, you made a shift a little bit from, you know, you know, public, <clears throat> To, to private sector, uh, have you have you grown into other sectors as the company has grown? Mm-hmm. Yes, fortunately, and also desire to. Uh, uh, retail work is what we started with outside of the public work uh, because that's uh, uh, the arena that I was in when I went out on my own. Uh, so we still do a lot of retail work uh, with some of our larger clients, include Target and QT, for example, um, Walmart. Uh, when, we, when I hired my first PM, 
uh, a long time ago, was able to start doing some more marketing, so to speak, and get into other uh, arenas. So over the last 24 uh, years, uh, we now uh, we perform healthcare work, um, uh, hosp- hospitality, multifamily. Um, we have a, f- a group that does f- fuel division work, um, anything fuels and sea store work, um, industrial work, uh, pretty much everything. We don't do a lot of restaurant work, but it's about basically nine categories of work we do working now. So, yes, we've expanded. So we have a good breadth and a good band of experience of, uh, of folks here. That's great. And and you're all over Texas. You're based in Austin and you're all over Texas. So I, I did a stint in Austin. In fact, my company is is based there. So what are some of the places actually within Austin that I would know? I was living in uh, in, in Westlake for a bit. Okay. You wonder what some good areas and good yes. things to do here? Well, no, tell, tell me some of the, the places that, that I would recognize that that you had a hand in. Oh, uh, shoot. Well, a lot of retail, obviously, like I mentioned, a lot of retail work. Uh, we do, we we build a lot of hospitality. Um, so a number of hotels around town. Uh, shoot, we've become more boutique, uh, boutique builder in the hospitality space. So those hotels, we built uh, Avid, uh, um, True, Holiday Inns, um, uh, Cambria, Aloft. We're about ready to start a couple of uh, high-end boutique hotels. Tapestry Hotel, for example, is one, and there's a nice boutique hotel in San Antonio we're going to be starting to work on in about two months. So we're not a boutique builder, but in that hospitality space, we're becoming boutique So I guess if you're a driver around town, those are – those are some of the ones that um, I recommend. Some of the most notable ones, yes. Yeah. I mean, we can uh-huh. point to gas stations and industrial buildings and um, and and those as well. But uh, those hotels are the, being the most notable, easy to point, at, uh, easier to point out. That's great. That's great. And so, you know, in your day to day, I mean, I'm sure you're very busy because you have a second company, Southern Cutting and Coring. So, what is the focus of that? It's 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 obviously side by side with mm-hmm. builders. But why did you start that? yourself well partly out of uh, need no it was ex- it was actually all out of need uh, we we're just by 15 years ago we were smaller and i was uh, estimating and i was project managing a job which i did back then and i needed a concrete cutting company and and uh they just weren't being responsive uh they're expensive i couldn't rely on them and so when you have a work that you're doing work where you've got uh, uh, an operating facility and you need to be there when you're supposed to be there. So I got frustrated and said, you know what, I'm getting tired of not looking good because these guys aren't showing up when I need them to. So that's why I did it. And uh, um, we're, we're a fairly small operation, but uh, we do really good work. Southern Cutting Corn does very good work, uh, uh, clean, professional. And so that was why uh, I got that started. That's great. And you pick yeah. up the phone. Yes, 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 definitely do pick up the phone. (laughs) All right, we're going to take a little break and hear from our sponsors, and we will be back in just a moment. All righty. And we are back with Barry Wurzel of Wurzel Builders. So Barry, we started a little bit of your, you know, kind of personal journey into construction and with two companies, not just one, I imagine you were very, very busy, but when you do get some time off, what do you like to do? Well, the list is not real long, but there's a number of things. Uh, my wife and I, uh, when the kids were little, we camped uh, four or five times a year. So we always went camping, a lot of road trips, 
um, we like, like I said, we like to travel and, and see what we can see. So uh, our kids and my wife was a flight attendant. So I think uh, our kids uh, were probably some of the most well-traveled uh, youngsters around because we, we use my wife's benefits well and we traveled a lot of places. Uh, more recently, though, with, uh, you know, with what's been going on, we, um, uh, we like to motorcycle. We have a motorcycle and uh, she rides with me and we've got family. We'll go on some long trips a different place around the country I live off the motorcycle for a week or two you get to see the sights it's a different way to do it uh, i uh i like to play music uh part-time with uh, my brother-in-law so i'll, I'll do oh, that great. about every once a month or so uh, like we both like to sail so we sail and um, uh, i live on the country so i like getting out sometimes like last night just unwind and listen to the piece and go check out the animals and kind of unwind that way so that's great. That's some of the things I like to do. That's great. So see, there is a good work-life balance. Uh-huh. Working on it. So before we go to our last question, I, I, are there any other technologies that we haven't really talked about <clears> that <throat> keeping an eye on whether you're starting to sort of bring it into the fold? Um, you know, we talk a lot about, you know, prefab. We talk a lot about different types of robotics. We talk about, uh, you know, augmented reality. Mm-hmm. Are there technologies that you're excited about? You're still maybe in a wait and see because I think a lot of it still needs to be proven. Uh, but what are some of the things that you've seen that you're thinking, hmm, all right, when that's you know ready for prime time, that's going to be something that that we start to adopt? I think the artificial intelligence. I haven't found really anything yet in the construction space. I, I, I've read some articles on it. I, I don't know why I'm. It's not a, a new technology, I don't think. It's new to me, but uh, I think that AI now is probably what computers were in general 30 years ago. But uh, articles I read is our artificial intelligence is, is uh, gaining speed really, really rapidly. And so I've been thinking about ways, uh, how in ways in which that would help us do our work. Um, uh, we have our company conference coming up. That's one of the things that I'm going to talk about and get some ideas from folks. And so I, I think artificial intelligence, that's what I've been oh, thinking about recently. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think, I, I think you're right. And so that does bring us to our last question, mm-hmm. which is if you could, you know, project yourself 20, 25 years into the future, you could bring with you any gadget, any service that would just make your life better, make you personally happy what would it be and what would it do? Mm, probably one or two. It'd be great if I could do both. I've heard uh, someone recently tell me about the mute button that uh, they wish they had access to when that happens. So if they want to hear somebody, they just push the mute button. Probably uh, probably a transporter for me in addition to that, kind of like you see on Star Trek, you know, the 70s, 60s, whenever I watch that show. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, I like, I like that. I like that. Just being able, I, you know, you talked about your uh, wife being a flight attendant. Mm-hmm. I travel about 200,000 miles a year. So I know most of the flight attendants and the gate agents at the mm-hmm. airline that I travel with. <laughs> yeah. It'd be so nice to say. Just go boom, like, Rome. <laughs> yes. Like beam me up Scotty, but I want to go wherever. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm I'm with you there. Well, Barry, it's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Amy. Appreciate your time.